All right, lead heads, welcome back to the Nordic Components Talking Lead Podcast. This is episode 153, and I am on location today. Actually, Casey, CG3G, and I are on location today. I drug uh, Casey out of his military training class today. So. That's all right. I'm not complaining. Skipping school. Skipping school. We were actually done, or I wouldn't be here. I was going to yeah. say, do you get a pass for that? No, no, not at all. You made it big. We are at the Royal Range here in, are we, is this Bellevue, Tennessee? Is Nashville. Nashville. The Nashville area, the Bellevue area uh, at Royal Range. You've heard Casey and I talk about Royal Range. You've seen some of the videos that we've done here lately. We did the, the Nordic Components NC-15 mm-hmm. rifle. Did a little Caltech Sub-2000 uh, battleship challenge. Challenge. Yeah, challenge. Yeah. Who won that? Uh, Casey cheated. <laughs> <laughs> That's my story. I'm sticking. I to never it. made it to the end of that video. Yeah. No. <laughs> Casey got me on that one. But uh, I've got. You can hear some other voices. We're joined today by Bonnie, who is the head of the marketing. That's here for correct. Royal Range. Did I get that right? Yep, that's right. And we've got Bob, who handles all the training and uh, scheduling, and you actually do the courses yourself too, right? Teach correct. Them? Yes, I do. Cool. So tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves. Bonnie, I'll let you go first. Um, I started with Royal Range a couple months ago. Uh, this is a unique opportunity for me to come over here full-time, uh, so that's been very exciting. I'm doing all the marketing and events and more exciting than that, I also get to be an instructor here. Oh, yeah? Um, the only female instructor so far. Cool. What courses are you instructing? Um, well, I help Bob out with the handgun carry permit mm-hmm. and then um, help run any of the women's oriented classes. Very cool. You know, new shooter stuff, beginning What's level. your background? Where did you come from? I, I know you said you're over at Cummings Station. Uh, that's that's uh, the old lead quarters uh, yep. for you uh, hardcore lead heads. Uh, that's where we used to record. It was a radio station over there in Cummings Station. Yeah, so previously I was managing a gym over there, Go Performance, and then got into shooting five or six years ago as a hobby, and slowly it kind of, you know, gained momentum and, mm-hmm. and took over my career. So that's what led me over to Royal Range when I heard they were opening up. I kind of sought them out right from the get-go when they started converting mm-hmm. this building and uh, made sure that I got my foot in the door. Very cool. Bob, what about you? Well, uh, the backstory is I worked for the Metro Police Department here in town for about a little over 30 years and um, was on their tactical Metro team. PD. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did, the, did the tactical work for about 21 years, um, and most of my time at the department was spent in their training division, teaching mm-hmm. use of force. Cool. Yeah. So it makes sense they would hire you to come over here and... Uh... And run their training school. I was real lucky. Uh, last May, I retired, and right about that time, this place was starting up, and uh, I was actually the first employee they hired. So, yeah, oh, cool. very blessed. Happy I to be here. I didn't know that. So, this is a very unique kind of range. Uh, we've talked about it a little bit on the shows in the past, but what they've done here is they've taken an old movie theater, and they've converted it into this mecca um, shop range kind of conglomeration of, of both. Uh, training facilities. Uh, Bob just took me through their force-on-force room. Uh, It's phenomenal. I mean, you guys, it's a two-story modular kind of room where you can go in and you can customize kind of the the run, you know, how you go through and run the room different ways. Uh, Very cool. Very cool. And you guys even have an archery range here. 
Yes, we do. You um, don't see that a lot of places either, indoor. Yeah, true. Evidently, in our area here, there's a lot of competitive archery people. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're, we're hoping that um, becomes a big deal here. Yeah. yeah. There, there is a lot. I know there's a, a couple of shooters that, well, one shooter in general that lives pretty close to, I guess, where I do, uh, shoots for PSC professionally. Well, very cool. So, um, you guys have a, a cool special event coming up that uh, we're going to talk about a little bit later in the show. But you're gonna you'll be doing your grand opening. I mean, mm-hmm. you've been open for a while. Yeah. You guys are in full force. Everything's open. You're full capacity sure. right now. Uh, but you're just gonna you're gonna officially have your yeah. grand opening coming up. It's more of an open house. We want to yeah. do some fun stuff. Get people out here. Um, really, the whole family come out and spend the day out at the range and get a chance to do some things yeah. that they may not have ever done at a range before. Right. You guys stay tuned, and we'll give you details on that. But now, I think I hear a train coming in. <laughs> Gunny, bring that jack wagon train in. Hey, Ralph, Zipperpie, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. All right, guys, so the, the train has arrived, and uh, I do believe we've got a couple of new jack wagons to add. Bonnie, you got one? <laughs> On the spot. <laughs> yeah. On the spot. Who you got? Well... Something I saw recently on YouTube sparked my interest. On the boob tube? Yep. Yeah. Sparked me as being pretty ridiculous. But if you've seen the video, it's of a guy. He's out there at a range. I don't know if he's an instructor. He's just out there shooting. But he's showing his buddy how to work the laser on his pistol. Okay. And, (laughs) you know... Three different times in a row, he points it at his left hand to make sure the laser's working. Okay. So that he can see it so close he's m- up. Muzzling his hand. Oh, yeah, exactly. And then he put <laughs> his finger on the trigger and pulled it, pressed it. Really? <laughs> like shot his hand? Yeah, shot oh, yeah. his hand. Okay. So I think that categorizes him. He's a jack wagon. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Broke not- a couple rules there. Not yeah that that's the way the the rules are set up is that you can break any two and still be safe, mm-hmm. relatively safe. But you know once you go past that, then you're past the point of no return. So he was pointed in a direction that he shouldn't have been. Yeah, uh, and he had his uh, he wasn't tra- treating he had his booger yeah. hook on the bang switch yep. Yep. when he wasn't ready to to fire. <laughs> Self correcting error. Yeah, he yeah. paid the price. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, do you have a jack wagon? Um, I, you know, I used to teach a lot of uh, cops in the city and elsewhere, taught mm-hmm. kind of across the nation to the police. And I uh, do have one story about holsters I'm kind of a fanatical about, wearing the right kind of holster and having the right kind of gear, because yeah. it makes a difference. Uh, and some people, including the police before, have gotten kind of crappy holsters. And mm-hmm. by that, I mean when you draw the pistol out, it closes, <laughs> it shuts up. So, yeah. you have to have another hand to kind of open the holster and then put your gun up. Right. Well, that event happened one day, and um, the fellow that I'm referring to shot himself in the ass uh, oh, when he goodness. tried to holster his pistol in that crappy holster. So, <laughs> again, broke two of the rules, pointed out the wrong spot, and either his finger or part of the gear he was wearing from that crappy holster caught the trigger and right. Even shot him in the butt cheek. Even though it was crappy equipment, there was still no excuse for him to... He was probably trying to fight the retention, yeah. which in turn caused the weapon to fire. Yeah. So... Yeah. And, of course, we made some fun of it. Well, of course, yeah. yeah. I'm sure he's still hearing hearing about that to this day. Probably so, yeah. <laughs> no doubt. 
What about you, Case? You got any jack wagons this week? No, I really don't have any jack wagons. Uh, really? I've been, I've been busy teaching, so I don't really really have no uh, student jack wagon uh no no student jack wagon uh well there may be one there's always that one in the classroom yeah but, you know uh speaking of which uh we actually have two students that showed up to Royal range from my class oh yeah and uh they're sitting right over here so would y'all have a field trip to the the Royal range well no not a field trip is I, what just, it is? I try to throw it out there you know to kind of you know students need something to do they can come down here and have some fun with guns because i mean what does the military do? The military shoots rifles, weapons, anything you That's think right. of. That's right. So, they put lead down range. So why not come to roll range? Absolutely. So what do you you guys come over here? Get around these two mics right here with these guys. They can they don't need the hits set on. Yeah. No, sit down. Yeah, you gotta get up on it. So what what are you guys shooting here today? We shot the uh M1, get up on it. We shot the M one ten, fifty a bear fifty cal sniper rifle and the uh Tell us who you are. My name's Roger Roberts. Roger Roberts? Staff Sergeant. Staff Sergeant? Staff Sergeant Thomas Kimla. Very cool. And we also shot the uh, World War II Thompson. Really? Yeah. Very cool. Y'all had a good day then. It wasn't yeah, bad. Yeah, it was awesome. Not a bad after-class day, huh? Yeah. Nope. So you, you kind of like your instructor? He's well, all right. He's all right. Th this was definitely better than class. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so you're going to go back and rub it into the other... Uh, other guys that didn't come today? Yeah, oh. I think we got some pretty good video and stuff, so we'll uh, we'll definitely try to. Very yeah. cool. I mean, it's not every day in the military, even though we're in the military, we get to shoot like a sniper rifle. I mean, if you're not a sniper, you're not shooting it. So. <laughs> That's right. And serving ammo. Yeah. So did you say you shot the 50 cal too? Yes, sir. Yeah. What you, did you think about that? It was awesome. Very cool. Awesome. Which did you enjoy better? I personally, the 50? I personally enjoyed the 50 better. It's always better the bigger the gun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. bigger the boom. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to shoot more precision anyway than, uh, than like a machine gun. Okay. It was pretty cool either way. Was it a paper target that we were shooting at? Yeah, paper target. Paper target set up yep. in there? Very cool. Yeah, I like I like hitting those 50 cals on steel targets. So I just, like, yeah, hear them ting. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. Ping. <laughs> I love that. Then, then everyone knows if you miss, though. Instant, yeah, yeah. exactly. So do you guys Instant have any jack wagons you want to throw on the jack wagon train? No jack wagons? You know, no instructors or anybody you want to... <laughs> well, we still haven't passed a class yet, so we better save it. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, we need to. There you go. <laughs> Butter up. They still need a 1059. Yeah, we're going to reserve our comments for now. <laughs> Very cool. Well, guys, appreciate you joining us, and uh, go out there and shoot some more. Right, Thank you very much. And thank you for your service. Thank you. All right. So uh, Casey buttering up to his uh, students, bringing them to rural <laughs> range. Shoot some cool guns. <laughs> no, I don't have to butter up. How cool an instructor are you? It's the other way around. Yeah. I want to take yeah. your class, man. I know. Well, you know, I mean, try to be. That's the thing about the military. The military, we still have a lot of honor systems in it, you know, built in. Everybody has, you know, if you're a sergeant, they call you sergeant. Um the thing is, there's a lot of soldiers that have that built into them, but at the same time, they understand, you know, they've been through basic training. A lot of those guys have been through combat. Regardless whether they're students or not, they're still brothers in arms. They've earned to be treated like a human being in a way, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. um, but now, don't think that you can't pull the NCO if they need it. <laughs> but still, you know, it's, uh, they're adults. All right, guys, I want to uh, thank our sponsors real quick. Uh, Nordic Components. Check them out at nordiccomp.com, Cobalt Kinetics, cobaltkinetics.com. Uh, Nordic's got a big uh, tri-gun competition coming up. 
uh, what, end of June? Yeah, June, June 24th to the 26th. Trying to get those guys on here to talk a little more about it. I don't know a, a whole lot of details about it. Yeah, there hasn't been much put out that I know of. Up in Minnesota, but we'll bring you more information on that once it becomes available and uh, get you guys caught up on the Cobalt Kinetics uh, three-gun team, see where they're at. Uh, Multicam, check them out at multicampattern.com. And, guys, the big competition is coming up. Not competition. The big giveaway. I celebrate our 150th episode. And all the companies that are on board with that, uh, you know, we've talked about Glock, Colt, Cantu Bruner, CAA, Apex Tactical, Devil Dog Concepts. Speaking of Devil Dog, the uh, my side charging handle came in today. Uh, very excited about that. And the one that we're going to be giving away also. Uh, we posted some pictures on Instagram of that, so you guys check that out. Tactical Walls is putting up uh, one of their cool clocks, their uh, hide, hide your gun behind the clock deal at uh, Tactical Walls. Caltech's going to be putting up some stuff. Uh, and, of course, Nordic and Cobalt both. Palmetto State Armory's putting up a $150 gift card. Aklas Defense, uh, Joe and Charlie and Zach, those guys are putting up a lot of cool swag, some of their brakes, um, their shot glasses, their shirts, all kinds of cool stuff. So stay tuned. Uh, there's so much stuff came in. I just I haven't had an opportunity to organize this and uh, do it in a good way to where uh, all you guys are going to benefit and get something. So stay tuned. More details coming on our 150th episode celebration. I know this is episode 153, but it's it's an right. everlasting you'll, you'll celebration. Get there. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Uh, I want to get into some more of our interviews from the Big Three East event that we did down in Tampa. Uh, I've got s- several more of those to go, so we're going to uh, get into some of those right now. Nordic Components is an American-owned manufacturing company proud to produce quality products right here in the USA. As a company, we continually invest in our manufacturing capabilities to ensure that all of our products are the highest quality and most efficiently produced parts available. The Nordic Components business consists of two segments, manufacturing and sales. Our manufacturing business works to provide custom machine components for a variety of applications with our specialty being firearm components. The sales business produces lines of branded firearm accessories to enhance and elevate the shooting experience. We are a company owned and operated by individuals devoted to shooting sports, and many of us shoot competitively. We attend and sponsor a number of events around the country each year where we listen to you, the consumer, and are proud to say that all of our firearm components are a direct result of your input. As a firearms accessory provider, our aim is simple. Provide shooting enthusiasts with innovative products of uncompromising performance and reliability. Nordic Components. Check us out at nordiccomp.com. I don't see your business card having you shooting a Mark 46 on the front of it. <laughs> wow. I am such now a we're man. Digging. I'm holding a machine gun in the standing position. <laughs> I am a man. I bench 450 and I do something <laughs> with my legs at 510 something oh, or another. Awesome. <laughs> I'm recording this too. <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> I listened to you all week, my friend. There all week. You go. Uh, it's all going in, my friend. It's going in. <laughs> All right, guys, we are back from a very cool lunch that we had today and award show. And I have with us one of the recipients of an award from that show. And ladies and gentlemen, it is none other than our good buddy. And almost he's, we're going to go ahead and call him a leadhead. He is, he is my partner now. You know, he's going to be my, my co-host. 
Mikey Hartman, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It was a very big honor, very big honor. You did. So tell us about this award that you just won, buddy. Well, it was kind of cool because it's our, our first year here, and I'm basically here because of you. Because if I, if I didn't meet you at Chai I think Show. we're both here because of each other. Yeah. Hey, well, hey, hey, hang on a second. And yeah. this guy right here. Yeah, Kurt, Curtis. I'm sorry. Curtis brought us together. That is true. <laughs> if it weren't for this guy, Curtis is with us there. Good buddy, Spectre from the VSO Gun Channel. What's up, guys? Welcome in. And uh, we also have John. Do you want me to say your last name? Okay, John Gibbon. And he is with, and everybody knows this company, Arms List. Armslist.com. Everybody's seen that website. I've been there millions of times and, thanks for having uh, me really probably one of my most favorite websites wow that's my so most cool. visited i would say it's gun porn <laughs> it's in your favorites list it, it's beyond it's like it's when it comes up it's there like, arms list is right there it's yeah. his it's his browser background like his default yeah yeah and i got the hat i wear the gym all the time got my arms list hat yeah oh yeah anyone ever say anything to you I, well I, that's why i wear it i just wanted to say no no, everybody's good. You know, I'm in Tennessee, so for the most part, everybody. No, I mean, do they ever say like, "Hey, where'd you get the hat?" Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, go to their website, and you know, they got stuff there. Why are you wearing a hat? I said, the gym? but I got mine free. So, why are you wearing a hat to the gym? I always wear a hat to the gym because I got this big mane on my head. So it's pe- better than a bandana, so people can focus on that, <laughs> and not on anything else. You know? Now, listen, we're talking about this award now that Mikey <laughs> just won. Okay, we're, the focus is on Mikey right now. No, I'm good with that. I'm good. We're talking CAA. Yes, won sir. won the um, writers. Is it the writers nominated? It was the innovative product of the show. The innovative product of the show. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And and was that for this the macaroni? I think it was a combination the of, of the macaroni with the MH1 site and mm-hmm. the shooting mattress that we're going to talk about. So I think those were the <laughs> right. the three that we've uh, got another product that Mikey has uh, developed, and we're going to talk about that here in just a minute. But, uh, you know, you weren't the only one that won an award. That, uh, that is true. Yours is true. truly walked away with a nice little uh, Emmy. Is I that think what these that, that was for the <laughs> mentally impaired. Uh, that, was, that was that second. That the correct, best Curtis? mullet, I think, is, is uh, what this was. I will, I'll roll with the uh, mentally repaired. <laughs> okay. I thought it was for the mullet. But anyway, no, this was a huge honor, and uh, it was completely caught me off guard. This is phenomenal. This was the Manufacturer's Choice Award. That's like we, I we, think it we was, chose you. You chose me not to return. It was like the most most likely press guy not to return. Well, 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 <laughs> not I, to be invited I, back. I did not invite you. I did not vote for you. I just you want to be that very clear on record right now. <laughs> but, yes, that is awesome. And then uh, there were a couple other. Uh, who else? Tack Daddy won an award. He did. And for what did he win an award for? Was that I think for? this was for uh, like supporting and, and uh, messaging about Big Three. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was another guy for the guy that did the giveaways. I think they gave it to Glock. That he gave away the most presents. What was that for? <laughs> <laughs> they did give away a lot. Yes, they did. And uh, Curtis was the recipient of one of those. Yeah, yes, I got the, the a nice the, certificate. Yeah, the orange paper that they get you a free Glock. There you go. That is so cool. That's like the Willy Wonka when you open the chocolate bar. I got the get, golden ticket. You got the golden ticket. That's so cool. Da, da, da. <laughs> I saw. I, th- I saw that we're picking out cards out of the hat. They didn't say that Curtis put in 10 of his cards into that hat. You know, they didn't say, like, kill the, the lottery. I told him he needed to thank well, me because I put his card in there for him. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I, did not, I did not put my a lot of my cards in, but the Palmetto State Armory drawing, I did put, like, five cards into that hat. <laughs> but it wasn't even a hat. It was just a coffee It was, a, it was a coffee. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't win that one. <laughs> <laughs> and they drew three, 
threw for three guns. And, and guess who won that one? Yours truly. truly. <laughs> this whole thing is rigged. I'm done. It's just like Vegas for me, man. I'm just walking away with all kinds of swag and, and prizes. You know? John, we're sorry. I didn't you know. Is this your first year being here? I was here one year ago. I wasn't here last October. Okay, so it's not your first rodeo to this. Give us, give no, us sir. your, give us your thoughts on the the event, how it's progressed from the first time you were here and okay. till now. They've done a, <clears throat> they've done a great deal at this facility since last time I was here. Uh, the room we were in. Mm-hmm. So is, is this your first time? This is my okay. first time. Yeah. So the room okay. we were in, uh, the concrete floor, steel structure mm-hmm. big classroom uh we call it the hangar i guess yeah, yeah. Call it the like, that's what like, i've been calling it's, it yeah it's like a small hangar yeah a uh, very big classroom that wasn't there so we did that those sessions all in, those in sessions here. uh the room we're the in now briefings different building, and the much much presentations. smaller you know uh God, i can't so, imagine doing those in here this week exactly yeah it was it, it, it there's more people here now this year than there were last year mm-hmm. um but we had still severely outgrown this room, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so they worked really hard. The facility is uh, just, it, it's come a long way. And it was already a good facility last year. Now it's, you know, right. an even better facility. Other than, other than that huge hangar right there, um, since you were here two years ago. say One year ago. Is it one year? Okay. Uh, anything else? They, well, they do it twice a year. Yeah. So I was here two Big Three East ago. Two Big Three East ago. Okay. Yeah. I got you. So hang on a second. So. You weren't here at the last one, so you were completely oblivious to the to the big range out back when you walked in. Uh, the rifle range. You mean where the tower is? No, the one in the rear where we spent. Actually, I knew about it because I I was here for something else that oh. wasn't big three. Oh, okay. So I so I knew about it. Okay, because that's only like six months old. Yeah. Okay, so that's new too. Yeah, that's like six months old. Okay, very cool. Yeah. So what'd you think about it? Did uh, it did it enhance the experience? Well, you know what, it's a really good range, and you, you're out of the sun, mm-hmm. uh, which was nice. Yeah, it's all covered. It's a long day when you're you're in the sun the whole time. Uh, but I I think they're probably going to make some changes on having people using uh, certain muzzle brakes under that because it is a steel, yeah, steel roof, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of concussion. It's very hard to uh, talk about you know whoever's product when they have some guy. Oh yeah, with a you know, yeah. a, and that's the great thing about it. They're constantly break. making changes and improvements and learning from each event. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, cool. it's really good. They, they do a fantastic job with the meals. Yeah, the oh, barbecue yeah. here. Because you go to a lot of events it, and the food is just an absolute disaster. Sonny's Barbecue, i got to give them some props. The food was excellent all week long. I'm still eyeing that chocolate cake on the table. You better do, that's my <laughs> victory cake for winning yeah. my, my award here. <laughs> so where's mine? I'm going to enjoy that. Yeah, I've been eyeballing it, too, but I tell you what, the barbecue, between the barbecue and stuff like that cake, like 10 pounds this week for sure. I'm telling you, I'm bloated. It's like all that work I did the last three months has just gone to crap now. Yeah. It's like I never did anything, but oh well. Curtis shot with our site today, didn't you? I did. What, um, what weapon was that? I was using it on a on a Zenith Z5P, mm-hmm. and uh, man, I tell you what, that thing is awesome. I want one so bad, and I knew well. I knew I wanted one when I saw it at shot. All right, mm-hmm. just just the features. All right, now that I shot it, it's like yeah, I gotta have one of these. He actually shot very well. I was kind of surprised. Oh yeah, and yeah. I, it was I think a, the sight made him better. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, it did make it a lot easier. Well, here's a here's a problem. It was on a pistol. So I had to not shoulder it while I was shooting it. Oh, you're shooting, you shot it on a pistol? Yeah, I shot mm-hmm. it off of like a, a okay. Z5P pistol. So it wasn't even a rifle. So I couldn't shoulder it during thing. Yeah. That's and, even more challenging. Yeah, it was 
It was a lot of fun. It's supposed right, to cool. help with with people like you, with the mm-hmm. mentally impaired. The so. mentally impaired. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have to think so much about it when we shoot. Yeah. It's supposed to simplify the things, you know. Don't think. Don't that's think. right. So. Keep it simple, stupid. Yep, that's the idea. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. But the thing was like super easy to zero. Uh, it was very, very responsive. I was basically, I, I, I put like a two shot out uh, and, uh, and basically be like, oh, inches, you know, here, there. You know, I just kind of assumed that it was in quarter MOA and, and basically counted it mm-hmm. right there, spun it like two or three times, and it was done. It was dead nuts. So, Very cool. It was kind of cool to watch him shoot, yeah. Did you get to – have you shot the – the used the MH1 yet, I John? Not. You yeah. haven't checked it out? You need to check it out, man. I know. I, well, I was distracted out. because he has this uh, shooting mat. That he designed the shooting man. You're and waiting said, to hear about the shooting man. Huh? And I, when, when I was there, I got I, I wanted to see that because I saw it and I said, What is this and how does it work? And he yeah. showed me. And then I just, I don't know, forget something else happened. And then I never, I never shot the pistol, right? With the, with the optic on, right? And we're going to get into that. Uh, but first, before we do that, well, we we're got to talk about your award again. Uh, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to hold my award and rub it while I, while I talk. You know, I do that, but uh, I want John to talk about arms list dot com for for our listeners that you know may have been living in the boondocks and don't have internet the interweb uh tell us about arms list well you know a long time ago when people use the internet to uh shop for guns they'd use like auction websites right and uh like gunbroker.com or something like that yeah Yeah. and you know auctions just sort of clunky for for a lot of those transactions Mm -hmm. and they're uh, rigged (laughs) sometimes people Accuse them of that, um, yeah, yeah. but more so, uh, we really focus on helping people find them where, where they already live. Because packaging it up, shipping it across the country, you know, paying uh, dealer fees on both ends is not really very efficient. Right. So, just try to find someone that already has the item you need. And uh, we have a premium vendor program that uh, I don't want to say it was a soft launch, but we we don't publish it, we don't publicize it uh, real hard right now. Yeah. Uh, so basically. They sign up for thirty bucks a month. They can sell as many guns as they want, and uh, they've they've that's been growing pretty well. And it's not really published on the website too well. Okay. Uh, so people are finding it. Are and, you just uh, kind of just seeing how it how it plays out before you do a big launch on it? Uh, I actually yeah. I'm waiting on IT people to redesign the home. I got you. And that, uh, <laughs> those darn be, no IT people. Hold and then uh, it'll it'll be pretty visible. Uh, but we we've had real good growth with that, and uh, a lot of good feedback from the guys that are using it yeah you know they get a profile page and they can set up their store show picture so their address that sort of thing i'm interested their, i'm interested in your history of, of how you got started with arms list uh do you want like the the short, the short version, version yes, that yes, i was how much time you got yeah um, <laughs> yeah i mean it was sort of really similar to what i was just saying you know uh mm-hmm. why should i ship stuff all across the country and uh why so were you using these auction sites is that um, is that how you're like I, using I, them and you're like there's got to be a better way i can come up with a no know, no i found it i found it so clunky i never used it right um but it, but it was more so like uh the other how, how do we say free thinking but not gun friendly organizations whose mm-hmm. names we won't mention they all said you can't you can't talk about guns you can't you know mm-hmm. sell them you can't buy them you can't talk about them Right, and we've seen that a lot with people that are telling us the organization is you know very friendly with the First Amendment and free speech, but it unless it's something that they don't like. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. So, so that's sort of a problem, and that that's basically what it grew Facebook. out of. Like, there's no reason, there's no reason we shouldn't be doing this. It's a constitutional right. right. It's mm-hmm. not just a constitutional right; it's an enumerated right. That's right. Facebook, 
And I'll mention it. <laughs> it's a universal right. I like Mikey's reaction. He's like, we don't have any of these problems. Like, don't know, we don't know what's wrong with <laughs> what the you, country. What you're saying, Mikey? <laughs> Only in America, right? Yeah. That's his saying. I'm learning. I'm learning. You, you guys got hash browns that we don't got, and you got a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> now, do you guys have a retail side to your store also? No. You're, you're not selling the shirts and the hats? and the. Oh, yeah. See, I'm sorry. Yeah. Not, not guns. But, no, we do yeah, have some yeah. We have some merch for people that are into it. Yeah, we have, like, patches, hats. Uh, You'll you'll see an ad for it, uh, you know, if you're on the site for any period of time. I'm digging the hat you got on right now. That's one of those dry fit hats. Uh, yeah, thank those. you. I yeah, I do not awesome. have these for sale or for giveaway. Oh, that's a one off. This, huh? this is this was a, my personal one. You damn tease. <laughs> Very cool. Now, is it just you with the arms list, or do you have uh, partners? It started with a guy I went to the Air Force Academy with. Uh, at some point, he wanted out, so I. You know, we made a transition, and then I had another buddy I went to law school with that uh, came in, and he's a minority uh, owner right now. Maybe we may be, may be transitioning, you know. Uh, he seems like he wants to, to move on. So. Okay. All right. So you got a law background. Air Force law. Air Force uh, law. Yeah, law yeah. yeah. Law degree, and uh, now, I, now I do this. Now, now, you do now, I'm, a, now yeah. I'm a website operator. Well, that's even better. I mean, you're... You, being a lawyer and having that background and do something like this you well know, you, yeah you, you're always gonna have people coming at you so well, yeah if, you, if you're running any business long you're enough prepared. you're you're, you're going to be hiring lawyers yeah absolutely. the interesting thing you learn in law school is that uh companies that have in-house counsel mm -hmm. so they have actual attorneys on staff all the time spend more on outside legal services than ones that don't wow so basically they don't they, hire they say yeah. call call the big dogs in whereas if, if you're not thinking about it you know mm -hmm. it's not at the forefront you're sort of leaving yourself open to a lot of risk. Right. Yeah. Very cool. So you were alluding earlier to uh, this product that Mikey has now, this other product. Yeah. Really, really neat. And yeah. when I first saw it, 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 it takes you a minute to figure out what it is because, you know, it's it's sort of, it's many well, pieces. Yeah, as he's setting They're it up. pads. I was you, like, did you bring so your kids? Are you getting ready to, you know, yeah, it's, play romper room? It's not immediately available. What it, It's not immediately <laughs> apparent what it is and what it does. But then once he takes the time to show you, it's, yeah. it's awesome. So, Mikey. Yes, my friend. Tell us about this, uh, this shooting mat thingy-mabobber that you, you've concocted. Yeah, we, we call it the, the Zeus. The Zeus. Yes. And that stands for, you know, that's some like Greek god, but it also stands for zeroing under 80 seconds, you know, Z-U-E-S sort of thing. Gotcha. And it may be Z-E-U-S, but I don't care. I'm from Israel. <laughs> I'm from Israel. I'm, I'm allowed to do that. So it didn't work out with the other letters. So um, my job, as you know, uh, I had to train the Israeli army how to shoot. Mm -hmm. So for about 17 years, uh, I trained about the 500,000 soldiers that I was, that I trained and. Um, after I retired, sometimes the battalion commanders would call me in and I would help them out, you know, at the range. Mm -hmm. So I would go from soldier to soldier, from range to range, and I was always fixing them, you know, in the prone position. That's how we start in boot camp. Um, so I would always put them in the right angle, the 45 degree angle and the shoulder and, the, and, and everything that has to do with uh, the, the way you shoot in a prone position. And then uh, he got frustrated and he said, why is every single soldier you have to fix him? So he says, put, put a guy in the perfect shooting position. I'll have one of my guys take a picture of him. Right. We'll take that picture and we'll put on the, the range. So all the shooting, the range officers, they can see that and they see the picture and says, I'll do that. And I'm driving back and I was supposed to go actually to an interview with a company called IWI. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to, to take me from where I was to their company to develop the new weapon for, for IWI. Which was? Well, I can't tell you. And uh, <laughs> so I was driving there and on my way, I'm driving. I said, you know what? Why don't I build something 
that automatically teaches a soldier how to shoot and I have to make it in, that it one size fits all and I have to make it that it's like Velcro so because you know people uh, are getting bigger and I have to be able to take off pieces when I don't need them anymore. So we built a shooting mattress that you guys uh, you, will get, you guys were in and what happens when you lie down into this uh, mattress, it, we then encompass the entire body, the, the, the bottom of your feet, the thighs, the prone, the legs. When you're down in the prone position, yeah. this is going and filling in the gaps between your body parts and then getting them where they need to be. Not only, yeah, that's correct. Part, w- partly. Yeah, 100%, but it also tries to lock you. So you have something underneath your stomach and chest, something mm-hmm. you've never had before. You have something behind your right, how do you call this, the right uh, muscle. Tricep. Tricep. You have something in front of your right forearm. So the right arm that's almost never talked about while you're in the prone position, your chest is never spoken about, then you sometimes somehow when you get into this position, you're now seeing that you're locked from every point of contact. And when you're looking at at the target and you're putting your dot on the target, especially with the MH1, the dot is now not moving. So even when you're breathing, which is supposed to go up and down and angled, there's no movement. So what happens now, your group size becomes very, very small. And then you're able to zero faster because your your group size is is nothing. It's like almost a bullet inside of a bullet. Mm-hmm. And we did this in the infantry and the paratroopers. We did a, a training session, and slowly but surely we started taking the pieces off as the boot camp was going by. And then the soldier, because of muscle memory, knew how to shoot. So we we were able to train him faster to shoot the correct way. It's like a walking shooting instructor. It's a training aid for for soldiers that are first starting out. Right. And it's also very comfortable, so you don't have to lie on the wood or it was. Mud. It was very comfortable. Yeah. It's all the squishy little kind of styrofoam patty things and, uh, that the, and they that they Frederick of Hollywood's carries. You know, for the <laughs> yeah. they stick to that mat really well, so that we you you do not have a tendency to roll uh, side to side at all. You can't move physically. Yeah. Like you said, it locks you you're, in You're place. locked inside. And, yeah. you, you, and you, once you have your own thing, you can now fold it up. It's easy to carry. And then when you get to the place, you just open it up, lie down, do your zeroing, do your far length. You can go for hunting. You can bring that with you, put it down. Uh, no one can see it. You're inside the little foam thingy. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very comfortable, and you can't miss. Yeah. So I think the range now jumps. If you're hitting at 300 meters, now you're going up to 500 meters just because of how you're not moving. Right. So even if you try to move, it's difficult. So um, it's kind of cool. No one's ever done it before, so it's brand new. And I think we're going to try to retail it here in America for about 250 $250. That's probably going to be the retail price. Okay. And, and, and that's, for, you, for you guys who are having trouble visualizing this, we did a video on it. So go to our YouTube channel, and we'll have a little instructional video. Uh, Mikey showing us how that thing uh, and operates. It's really one of the benefits of being able to attend Big Three and be here is that you you meet people like Mike that have yeah. taught well, how would you say half, half a million yeah. students yeah. Uh, how, how to use a rifle, and he's able to give you pointers there mm-hmm. in the range, you know, Absolutely. and and you and bring these innovative products with his experience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you that that's what Big Three. That's what happens. That's right. Well, I, I have to say I have a lot of smart people around me, so I have a lot of engineers that uh, take my my brain and, and they make it happen. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I, I can't put even a nail into the wall. My wife has to do that for me. So <laughs> I know my limitations, So, uh, but they're able to, to get my, my ideas out of the head and, and make them happen. So it's, it's, it's all team effort always. Very good. Have you seen it yet, Curtis? I've seen it, and I've stepped over it, and I even you stepped laid, over it. I laid down on it for. A, Did you take a nap in it? I uh, I laid on it just a, like I I want to say it was probably an hour or two. That's ago. when we couldn't find you. Yeah, <laughs> that, that uh, hour that you were missing. They were all standing around it talking, and I was just kind of like, you know what? 
this looks foamy and uh, comfortable. Yeah, so I did, and uh, but then I immediately had to get up and do something else. So um, <laughs> I don't know that you would fit on it. I'm you're so you're so broad. But, no, we we actually there was a guy from what was that company that gave away the weapons today? What's they're called? What are they called? Palm Palmetto State. Yeah. 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 So they were the guys next to us. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy that was in. Yeah, I think he's like six ten. Six ten. Yeah, he's a big so boy. So I wanted to see if it could take the six ten guy. There you go. And are. we got him to lay down. We needed a crane to get him out, but uh, we got him in. So it was good getting for him. Getting him as well. down was easy, but getting was him a up. pad long enough to, to for you to put him by his feet? Yeah, you can do it. Yeah. Wow. You just have to move him forward, so it's not a problem. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah, okay. Hmm. So, so uh, that it fits one size on. You guys. And are he didn't crush guys. any of your foam. No, 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 no. And he had a the, problem. The weight tolerances were good. He, he had a shooting. He had a shooting problem. His uh, nose, and he's not even Jewish, his nose was on the <laughs> cocking handle of the weapon. That means you're, you're too close. Mm-hmm. That automatically transfers to a guy making a problem with his trigger pull. Mm-hmm. I will explain real quick. Guys in prone position when their nose is touching the cocking handle of the M4, he's getting, he's getting smacked a little bit. Mm-hmm. So what happens, his trigger pull, instead of leaving his trigger, leaving his finger in the back after he's done, he, he uh, I don't know how you say it in, the, in English, he, he smacks the trigger. And this he actually, jerks yeah, it yeah. jerks it and makes, and there's a, uh, a motion that the, the sight then leaves the target or moves off and you become less accurate. It's terrible for grouping. It's terrible for long distance shooting. His, how do you change that? How do you fix that? Because he's such a big guy. Goes rhinoplasty? No, no. <laughs> you actually take the, you, you actually, you actually, be serious. Please, okay. This is a show. I am so sorry. You have serious listeners. They not. want to learn shit. I'm seriously going to eat your cake here. Yeah, you are not I'm, touching my cake. Yeah, these people are ridiculous. I can't. So, so, wait, so wait, how wait. do you fix so it, Mike? I will now, I will it, now explain to you frigging people. <laughs> ADD. <laughs> Unbelievable. And, uh, okay. Now, when someone has that problem, all you need to do is you take the stock and you bring it higher in the shoulder. What that automatically does is bring the face farther back on the stock, mm-hmm. and that fixes the problem. Almost, I would say about 40 to 50% of people in the prone position make that mistake. The stock is too low, mm-hmm. the face goes too forward on the weapon, and they're all not resting the weight of their head on the stock, which is critical when you're in the prone position, because if you don't, your neck starts start getting start, tired right. and start moving. So. Yeah. Little little pointers, and I gave him that point, so that it was good that he was there. So he learned something new. That there day. you go. Yeah, he but took something away from from being at the big three East for Mikey. Yes, he did. That's awesome. Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna have to use that. Yeah, seriously. That's I was it. doing a video the other day, uh, and uh, I had the ACOG smack me in the face a few times. And, yeah, uh, it was probably because of something similar to that. Yeah, yeah. your position. The, the ACOG four by thirty two. You have a three point nine centimeters that you have to be behind it to not to get smacked. Now, the problem is that 3.9 that's written in their book, it's not correct. You have to be a little bit farther than that. So yeah, you are, okay. A lot of people get smacked. Uh, there is uh, a whole bunch of problems with that that we have to do. I love the ACOG 4x32, by the way. That is and has saved more Jewish lives and soldiers in the IDF than any, any optic that we have in the IDF. It's mm-hmm. awesome. We build a job called the Sharpshooter. You guys call it a designated marksman, mm-hmm. marksman in 1997. They are responsible for over... 68% of all kills in, in Israel is what we call our sharpshooter. And he has an M4 mm-hmm. or a Tavor, depending which unit he's in. And he has an ACOG 4x32 a day and another times 4 n- night scope that we call a, a Lior. 
And uh, those guys, we have about 21 of them in every company in the IDF infantry. And those are the guys that are regular soldiers, but they just shoot better than everybody else. Right. Because now they have magnification on the weapons. Everyone else is with an X1, you know, no magnification, they have X4. So I love the ACOG, but if you make mistakes with it, it's going to hurt you. Okay, I have a technical question. Real, yeah. I have a technical question really Please. quick. Um, what reticle do they use in the IDF <laughs> with the ACOG? To be honest, I All built right. it. I built it. Um, there are two different reticles that we use in the IDF. Uh, I was able to design them both, which is very cool. The president of Trigigram came to in my office in the Army back then, and I wanted to put a, a red dot into the site because we were in the territory shooting at close ranges, so we needed uh, something that the crosshairs wouldn't jump at you. So we developed a range estimation. If you have a pen, you have that pen, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna actually, yep. I'll yes, actually, I'll yep. actually draw it for you if you okay. want. Okay. Can I write on this? Does no, I can't. I need pieces. Yeah, of you can write on that. You sure? Yep. Okay. I'm just using it to uh, it's glass to, underneath. You just have to sign it after. All right, so as you're drawing, Mikey, explain so our listeners will know what you're doing. Okay. Right. What we did in the IDF in our ACOC 4x32, we built a circle inside the the uh, the red dot. It's not a, a full dot. It's a, it's a circle dot, so it doesn't block out targets at long range in the side. And then off to the right and off to the left, you have a scale. So you have two long lines that give you a head target at 200 meters. If the head from the top of the line to the bottom of the line, it's a head target, you know the enemy's at 200 meters. At the small one, you know he's at 300 meters. I'm sorry, it's kind of hard to explain this over the radio. Between here and here, this is a um, silhouette target from shoulder to shoulder. The enemy's at 400 meters. And if it's fit here, the target, he's at 500 meters. So we are able to range estimate 200, 300, 400, 500 meters. The reticle, mid-reticle, is from 0 to 300. This reticle is 400 and 500. And this is profile at 400 meters and a profile because a lot of times the target goes from left to right so this is profile at 400 meters and 500 meters so this is the reticle of the idf this is the one we use every uh, sharpshooter in the idf so you basically uh it's our unique one i don't think we i don't think anyone else uses it in the world and it's for us to help to range estimate and we're also good at close ranges because it's red dots so it jumps at you and it's also good at long ranges because it's open up and it doesn't block out the target so we have a little dot in the inside Hmm. You're gonna need a picture of this, Marty. They're yeah. gonna have to go see this somewhere. Yeah. I'm no, I, I, I get it. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> autographed. He did. He totally did sign it. Uh, no, but that that totally makes sense. I've seen something somewhat similar to this before, but uh, not quite as technical as that. So. I need at least one of those. What do you need? One of the waters. One. Oh, that was both yours. <laughs> oh, I brought an extra. Yeah, no, that's there's yours. a cup. There's. It's, there's it's cup, all good. Sir. This is yours. No, there's a cup. There. I don't need water. No, I'm good. I didn't even want water. I just automatic a result. You know, I see. I'm uh, Jewish. I see something. I take it. Drink it. <laughs> oh, no, you guys get it. It's cool. But wow. I, I, drink it. My throat is dry. Drink you some water there, Mike. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. There's I'm good. three people. Or, oh, I can't count. There's four people here. We're good. No. All right. So we were talking a reticle. How did we get on on a reticle? You asked him a technical question. That's yeah, I asked him. I asked him which one they used. So did that answer your your question, Curtis? Yes, it did. Okay. Our listeners. Uh, I may just uh, not be able to explain that to you at all. So, <laughs> but some of you might get it, um, but we'll leave it in there. Okay. Um, did Did Mike uh, tell you guys the story of what how <laughs> the logistics of how he trained the guys when they switched from the M4 to the Tavor? Yes. Can we go over that. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty cool solution. We're talking about uh, the boot camp, so I don't think you. T- I told you that story. Did I tell you that? Well, story? you said you you. Uh, People that were already using the M4 didn't want yep. to switch, yep. so you just 
train the incoming guys yep. on the, on the yeah, new firearm. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Um, so, for, so for three years, there were people in the same units having some of them with them for some with divorce. Yeah. And that was a major problem. You know, the uh, the colonels there, when they had like two-thirds of their unit was full of Tavor coming through the boot camp, then their last third, the older guys in the unit, they had a different weapon than the younger guys. And everyone wants a new toy in Israel. You have a new toy they wanted. Right. So it's like, Mikey, let me let me train the, those last third guys. I said, no, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. No, we're going to do gonna it. Waste said, no, no, no. Yeah, they're going to waste so. their time. And that gets me into your training, Matt. You probably don't. Can you can you? teach an old dog new tricks with that or 100 percent, or yeah. do you okay yeah good yeah. so you can take a guy who's been doing it wrong for a long time and you can correct him i think over the i don't know maybe 20 30 people lie down in the mattress this week men and women and women yeah it kind of looks good when they're doing that but we won't talk about that now. i'm sure it's not a show show so uh in no. any case god forbid we we love women very much absolutely i love you my wife her name's rachel just in case she will never hear this though she's from she's it, she's from number Israel. one leadhead <laughs> fan she sent me a message the other day he said hey you're you know? so screwed dude <laughs> <laughs> so uh what what happened every single person gets into the right position so that's what's so cool and whether they know it or not it wasn't even their old one right so um they they have to adapt so even if they they were used to doing something wrong now it's fixed so you just become a better shooter. That's the whole the whole thing. Okay. So you're you're faster, you're better, and and you learn from it. Cool. So that's the whole idea. Awesome. And that's going to be available when? You know what? I haven't decided that. You know, maybe I'll talk to our friend over here, and uh, we'll see. Okay. Maybe we'll do something together. Yeah. Do a little collaboration. Maybe, maybe that would uh, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, so. We may go directly right. We're only with him and see what happens. We'll oh. see that. Do exclusive. Armsless exclusive. <laughs> I think the shipping is going to be the, the biggest challenge because it's a very large, it's light, but it's it very is, big. Yeah. yeah. That's your problem, man. We're going to be partners. <laughs> <laughs> Find a way to make it more compact. You can no, just, no, no, no. We can't do that. You know, to, you need the solid foam. Yeah. I, I could, in theory, cut it in half, but I don't want to do that. So, uh, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. So. <laughs> Forget about it. You just need to get a whole bunch of those flat rate shipping boxes and just ship them one piece at a time. What was that? I'm in the kidding. U.S., we have boxes that, uh, no matter how much you put in them, they're the same. So they have these little ones. That's my wife. That are this big. And you can put 80 no pounds way. of steel in it, and they don't charge you any you more. You just found a family put... somewhere and jumped in <laughs> on that photo. <laughs> <laughs> You've been superimposed in. <laughs> it's a beautiful uh, family, Mike. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, Curtis, we, we haven't heard from you on your take on this year's event at the Big Three East. This, this event because you've better. been to several. Yeah, this is oh, shoot. You're a veteran here. I think this is either my fifth or sixth one. Mm-hmm. And uh, this this event just gets better all the time. I started coming a couple years ago, and you know we had one building over by the range, by the pistol range. The rifle range did not exist, and we had one building. I think the building that we're currently sitting in, uh, the other bunkhouse that's right across from this, was mm-hmm. not there. Um, and you know, it, it was, it was still good. Yeah. All right. But the capabilities of the facility have gone through the roof, uh, starting with the big rifle range out back. Uh, you know, I remember when, uh, uh, last time I was here and they announced it, we weren't even allowed to take pictures of it until everybody was here. Cause I was here early. Oh, really? I was here early <laughs> to help set up, uh, cause we had a prior beaver. Yeah, we had a prior engagement in the area, so uh, we were here a couple days early. So we were here, you know, Doc and and Mud Girl were here, uh, you know, helping 
right helping you know set up and uh she had cj literally said no pictures allowed until the you know the event, actually, event starts yeah, yeah actually kicks off so uh you know maybe cj will hear this maybe it won't but i sent her back there to take pictures anyway we just didn't you know uh <laughs> radio edit <laughs> yeah we did not uh we did not uh didn't release them yeah did not release them until, until time. Yeah, yeah well maybe like just before they were about to announce it but i got you, I got you. curtis were you shooting a rifle or a camera over when we uh put the binary in the cars um i was shooting both nice. at the same time yeah i i have the i, have I mean not like one in each hand but like one on a tripod one in your hands uh yeah one was on a tripod but i did i was able to area effect fire while checking the the, the camera you know that the the uh the target was big enough that i could do that but nice i did have a v-cog on my gun at the time um you know i'm a true gun fanboy but i, I really I'm not partial to that site, but it did a good job because I was able to zoom out and see like the, the glint of the containers the for glint. the, for the binary <laughs> and then zoom all the way in. And, uh, and like everybody else is like spraying yeah. and I'm just, so like, what these guys are talking about is we just, we just had a huge, uh, free for all machine gun shoot on some couple of cars they had set up. Uh, and binary set up all around them, try to get them to explode. No, it was totally a Ford versus Chevy, and I would like to note that the uh, the Ford did not catch on fire. <laughs> the uh, but the Chevy the is government totally, motors product burnt to a crisp. Yeah, it is totally <laughs> like a puddle toast. back there. <laughs> I spent my entire adult life, I would say the last I don't know, probably thirty years of my life shooting. I have never in my entire well, obviously in the IDF. We have never done anything, anything, anything similar to what I just saw. I was actually, uh, it was out of my mind. It was like a ridiculous thing. I've never seen anything like <laughs> that. Your that redneck, and, and that's why like you want to come to Big Three because you can be in the IDF for your entire career, yes. and then you come to Big Three and you do something you've never done. Crazy, crazy. I didn't, I didn't even understand what they were putting cars in the range for. <laughs> what are you doing there? What, what are I, uh, cars? I hid a, an action camera. <laughs> waste up, of a perfect up there, good car. Right, with the cars in the in the dirt, and it survived. So I, there I was a. Uh, did you it, yeah. really? There was awesome. uh, four four big threes ago. Uh, Schwell, the uh, the event, uh, the media coordinator. Great before, guy, great guy. Uh, you know, excellent guy. Probably, you know, listed among my you know top friends. Schwell put a GoPro inside of the car. Oh, really? <laughs> and he didn't. He was not told that it was full of binary. <laughs> right. That he thought he had it protected, and he, no, it totally He's like, like. I'm gonna get some great shots with this. <laughs> yeah, and it totally like. I mean, we're talking like thirty foot flames. You probably of, never found it, did he? No, it was it was a puddle. Oh my sure. gosh! Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how many rounds were shot, and we're, we're talking. I, I don't. I don't even know if it's hundreds of thousands. I don't even know how much hundreds of thousands. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a lot. Where's the case? Okay, I want to know how many within that just first three seconds were fired. Because that thing, once everybody went hot, oh my gosh! I mean, so, you never heard anything. Well, there'll like be that. videos on the internet, and someone will count. Yeah, and they will yeah, tell us. Yeah, uh, it was crazy. There will be arguments. Magazines too. and over magazines and magazines, and then they stop you, and then they do a reload. Yeah, and then you do it again. And I'm like, what are these people doing? You know, just ammunition. They're like, they're filling up those magazines when then they uh, break like real quick, and everyone's helping everybody. And like, give me a magazine, I'll help you. And you're you're helping the friend next to you just to, you have the ammo. <laughs> Mikey, there was not one magazine, not one magazine that didn't have a full full clip inside before the next shoot. Yeah. There are people under control. I've never even seen that and to, to, i mean to really put this in perspective you know obviously you have to see the videos but we're talking like every single person that came to big three we're talking writer <laughs> we're talking manufacturer we're talking range help uh everybody 
had a weapon in their hand, and it was you were to burn as much weapons, ammo toward, cameras, everything. Yes, going. It, yeah. it, it was. And um, to help you understand this a little, Mike, in, in the U.S., we we have a penchant for ex- excess. Yes, too yes. much is the, the correct amount often for uh, us. I see that the way how big people are here. We are one of the more <laughs> what are you trying to say? Populations. I'm not saying anything. Um, it's nothing. I'm not even looking that way. <laughs> Merca. <laughs> um, what uh this is totally unrelated, but I'm just curious. Yeah. What, what kind of car do you drive in Israel? I have a Jeep that the my company gives me. Okay. So I think it's called an Outlander. It's not a fancy thing. Okay. We don't we don't get fancy cars so in Israel. It, it's a normal SUV. Yeah, normal car. We don't uh I don't have anything serious. You guys have cars. Every car in Israel costs between twice and three times what it costs here because of taxes. So you won't see the crazy cars that you guys out have here. Not even close to it. Uh, you can, you know, drive in California and Los Angeles. You'll see cars that you'll never ever see in Israel, just hmm. because of the taxes. So um, people are. Um, you don't see a lot of Mercedes or Lamborghinis. You don't see any of those. Nothing. No Porsches. Mm. No, you don't see any of that. So it's all um, a, a regular car for a guy like a, a little Jeep would cost us probably. I'm, I don't want to throw out a number. Probably forty, fifty thousand dollars. And here it would probably cost fifteen, twenty thousand. The okay. same car. So um, well, that's the way it works. Now you, you said it was called an Outlander. I think. So could be, could does be. it actually say Jeep on the front, or is it like a? Toyota or a Nissan, or because they change the name I sometimes think, in think different maybe, continents. Maybe Mitsubishi could that be? That, that, that sounds right. Outlander. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that I, sounds right. I, I think I, I, but I, you know, yeah. in the army, from second lieutenant to lieutenant colonel, I always had a driver, and I think that was the hardest part of leaving the IDF, not having a driver anymore. So <laughs> now I driving to, again. I got to go to the meetings and find a parking spot, and all my old schedule is screwed up, and then I have to the whole clock thing changes. So do you do you hit things? Do I hit things? No, yeah. no, no. I get hit by my wife often, but I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not a violent person. I always thought that it's better to shoot them. To there was a guy here. No, I meant like people. run into them with your car. Uh, <laughs> I saw a guy here throwing <laughs> knives. He was going. There, was, there was a guy. There was a and section here and axes too. Yeah. And I said, I gotta see this. So I went over there, and there was this guy, a really nice guy. He was trying and trying and trying, and he said, Yeah, I got it my 14th time. I said, Okay, I'm not gonna embarrass myself here. He says, No, no, go try. He said, No, I don't want to do this. He said, And uh, there was a guy who gave me instructions, and I threw it the first time. I don't think I hit the wood. I'm not saying it didn't stick in. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually hit the entire target. Of, physically, I didn't hit the target. I was like low. So he said, Okay, he figured I'm not a strong guy. He moved me up. <laughs> he moved me up two steps, like putting me on training wheels, sort of thing. And then I threw it in the. It stuck in. I walked away real happy now on my second turn. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, now you're an expert axe thrower. <laughs> yeah, you always don't, leave on a good one. Always, always, always. Don't don't feel bad, Mikey. They had to move me up too. <laughs> really? I, I, yeah, they have a remedial line. Scott does over there. Okay. Yeah, you, know, they you probably you. broke the damn thing. <laughs> no, actually, no. I tell you who was really good at it was my brother when he was here. Uh huh. That that dude can wail a tomahawk. Like, well, I'll bet. Yeah. It's either going to stick or it's going to go through the yeah, target. It yeah. doesn't matter if it hits blade up or not. <laughs> it's going to stick one way or the other. Have you seen his brother? No, I have not. No, I haven't had the honor. He's, he's like, like two of him. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, he's like three. He's like three or four inches taller and like wears like four jacket sizes bigger. <laughs> and bench presses a small truck. <laughs> That's the guy. You, uh, yeah, I, I remember that story. Yeah, I, I heard something about that. All right, guys. Um, we're going to go back and we got any more shooting to do today or? Yeah. Is little there a little bit Do more? You hear the excitement in his voice? It's like drained from. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah the, the, you get to the point where it's like, well, yeah, we 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 do need to do that. 
it, it's not the, it's not the excitement you have the, the first thing, day where you go, whoa, I've never seen one of these. The only I thing I didn't it. get to do yet was go to the uh, long range. I haven't been. I've not been on the tower yet. either. Yeah, yeah, we were over there earlier shooting with the with the Amtax suppressor people, and uh, they they've drastically increased their uh, the quality of their tower here. It used to be a little bit shaky, mm-hmm. um, and they've gone back through and redesigned the whole thing, put another level on it, even, yeah. and it's it, it's <laughs> awesome. Well, when you ask them, they say cool. they moved it. They completely rebuilt the brand new just one. knocked it down yeah. and built a whole brand new one. well not only if they knocked it down or not but this one is it's they not probably, the same thing they probably blew it's it way up. better yeah they blew it up and then they they, they, they built probably another didn't one. do that what kind of ranges did you shoot at i didn't go up there that's a mistake 800 you went right. up to 800 yeah you can go out to 800 over there okay. if you have a precision yeah. rifle um they don't they don't want you like going out there with a ak you know the, the line's kind of full over there you know so you know they don't want you to they don't want to clog it up with you know small arms fire they want precision rifles out there so yeah cool but if you got the if you, if you got the trigger finger they got the time there you cool. go all right heads. uh if you are a content creator you're a writer you're you know media in this industry i highly encourage you guys to get in touch with uh the guys the staff here at uh, the big three east uh, Schwell would probably be the main contact and uh just talk to them about uh, what you might be able to do to attend the event Big3East.com, I believe is their website. And uh, you guys uh, get in touch and see if you can't come out and join us. It's a fun time. Guys, let's go shoot. Yeah, let's do it. Thanks for having me. Pew, pew. Pew. All right, guys, I'm looking forward to going back to the Big Three East in October. Uh, it's a, annual, a biannual event, and uh, very excited to go for round two this year. Maybe I can get Casey to go with me. Possibly. As I think, long as, uh, think you'd have a good time. I'm trying to get him to get Nordic down there what as are the conditions? Uh, one of the sponsors. Uh, my as conditions as... would either be work, the military, or three-gun competition. <laughs> Yeah, so you you got no excuse not to be there. That's, that's <laughs> true, unless there's a major competition. Yeah, well, maybe we can get you a major competition down there. I'm in. There you go. So now it is time for the Talking Lead Fact, fact to fight, fight the, the myth. myth. And I do believe Bonnie's got us a good one for this this week. Fact, fact to fight, fight the, the myth. myth. I guess the myth being that you should get your loved one, wife, daughter sister girlfriend a revolver because they're easier to shoot and handle right because the the myth being that women aren't strong enough to do the slide yes, work a slide exactly and really the problem there is you know more has to do with the coaching technique than anything technique so, that's exactly right exactly. it's all in technique so we get a lot of people that come through the door and, and we hear it a lot well, my girlfriend's not strong enough to run this slide. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's certainly strong enough. She may just not be listening to the coach, or the coach may not mm-hmm. know what to say. Or maybe she just don't know. She hasn't been coached yet. Exactly. You know? exactly. She hasn't had any training on it. So, mm-hmm. that you know, that's the key is always training, training, training. Yes. So exactly. You're going to own a firearm. You want to get trained on the firearm that you own. doesn't need to be bought, put in the... Uh, what are those things called? Nightstands mm-hmm. besides yeah. the bed, you know. And I think that has a lot to do with it. Just 
you know, encouraging females to take more time to mess around with the pistol mm -hmm. unloaded. Yeah. You know, a lot of times what we'll see are females will come through the door and they've had some experience shooting, but that usually includes going to the range with their husband, having their husband load and rack the slide for him, handing them the pistol and having mm -hmm. them shoot it. Yeah, that's not so, training. Exactly. <laughs> that don't count. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry. That's like my wife. <clears throat> that's a fail. Yeah, my wife's got a little bit harder time to go with me. I make her go through the process. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of times it's hard to take instruction from your loved one, you yeah. know? And it is, and sometimes that different perspective is what they need. Like, exactly. Uh, you, like Bob. You know, yeah. training exactly. with you or shooting Bonnie. the females. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, that's, uh, that's always a different perspective. Yeah. Because I know I can tell my significant other a hundred times something. Yes. And she won't listen to me, but if somebody else tells her, sure. She'll oh, really? That's the way you do that? It's oh, hard. okay. It's hard to it's be like, a hard to be a hard to be a prophet in your own land. Yeah. <laughs> but somebody else got to do it for you. And yeah. I think a lot of guys get excited about firearms and they want to bring their girlfriend into it and they want to teach them. So, you know, they take the approach of wanting to be the coach when really they'd be better off just sending them somewhere. Maybe going themselves. Them, yeah. yeah, exactly. Letting them get a little training. Just take, just do buy, do your, do both yourselves a favor and just buy your both yourselves a class. You know, yep. get training mm -hmm. together. Exactly. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that a lot of women are seeing nowadays too, uh, going back to what you was referring to, Bonnie, about the revolver and stuff, it's the the dangers that we face today aren't the same as they used to be back then. Uh, we, we face a lot of terrorism-style danger today, uh, even if it's a military family. You know, military mm -hmm. families, they're always at a heightened, you know, risk for the fact that if the wrong person gets the information, it could put that loved one at risk. Same thing with you our know, police. Exactly. You know, police force. You know, even, the, yeah, the police today. With these gangs that we have nowadays, you know. Uh, it's nuts. So, yeah, yeah getting the training, trying to portray that image to the wives like you know we are we're trained that needs to be something sure pushed. yeah and there's uh, so much more involved in shooting and, and in the industry than just you know pressing the trigger mm. and that all that other stuff is actually fun to learn you know yeah. so we're trying to it encourage is. and and there are some people that are just physically not able to to work a slide you know whether it be disability or strength i mean my mom cannot work a slide i mean it's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. She's not strong enough to work a slide. She just can't do it. But there are products out there that help assist disabled, weaker individuals uh, in working slides. Mm -hmm. I saw one today. I got an email on, on some product today. I can't remember what it was. Um, but that's what it was designed to do was to help uh, disabled or weaker individuals be able to work slides. Mm -hmm. So they don't have to go the revolver route you know yeah. if they don't want to and there's nothing wrong with revolvers you know a revolver is a perfectly viable option for self-defense but it's not the only one it's not right. the only one no no and there is an option out there that a lot of competition gunners like to use too it changes out the back plate like on a glock or a smith and wesson or something like that it has two mm -hmm. little arms on it that assist to where if you did have to do a tactical load even for tactical gurus it's it's good to use because say so you get shot in one arm, one arm goes down. Yeah. It still gives you something to grasp that belt with to still charge and rack mm -hmm. that slide. Mm -hmm. Kind of like the hard charger from Devil Dog Concepts that you can put on your AR-15. <laughs> <laughs> you you, do you have a f good fact to fight the myth, Bonnie? Oh, thanks. Very good. That led to a very good discussion. <laughs> what about you, Bob? You got you got anything? Any, yeah, maybe um, some training myths or something. Well, maybe the the one we talk about in home defense a lot. Uh, we hear civilians and sometimes other people, uh, military or police, say, 
that I don't have to name a shotgun. I can just, because it's called a scatter gun, I can point it in the direction and yeah. hit what I'm aiming at. Yeah. Which is, any of us that shot shotguns a little bit knows that's highly untrue. You really have to aim it, even if it's running birdshot, which spreads more than buck, and obviously slugs don't spread. Yeah. But um, you have to aim it to hit what you're aiming at mm-hmm. and not hit who you don't want to hit. You know, so we know from practice that it's generally not taught, but we can make hostage shots from 10 yards away with a 12-gauge shotgun, even running double-out buck. So we know it keeps the right pattern, and once you run them a bit and have some training mm-hmm. in them, you kind of know where to hold or whether you have to hold off or hold a little to the right side or left side. So Right. And yeah, most, that, most tactical shotguns are like running a diffuser. Yeah. They're going to spread. Yeah. So aiming is important. It is. Yeah, it's, you know, though, I just, I've heard it for years teaching firearms that, well, can I just point it down range there and hit something? <laughs> probably not. Yeah. You'll hit something, yeah. but probably yeah. not what you yeah. want to hit. And the, and the other is that um, a lot of people think that that, and this is the civilian population somewhat, uh, that, and some, some in all walks of life think that racking the shotgun does the job. That mm-hmm. it's, it's The noise scary. of racking the shotgun? Yeah. That it, that it, the, the Biden myth? Yeah, that it frightens people. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people we needed to frighten, <laughs> it doesn't do. Um, the, so most of them aren't shot at already anyway. Right. They're mm-hmm. coming in our house at night. So. Yeah, they're all jacked up on Mountain Dew or yeah. something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something. True. And uh, they're not hearing normal sounds anyway. True. Yeah. So, so yeah. just... Just a lot of improvements in the shotgun world from, you know, the old bead-sided uh, shotgun that we all started with is uh, cops back in the early days now to run in tack guns with kind of rifle or ghost ring sights on them and just all the improvements you can make. And a highly versatile weapon yeah. that is good for home defense with the right kind of ammo in it. Absolutely. And, you know, the different styles that are out now, I mean, Keltec's come out with the, the bullpup you know, platform with the KSG, which is a great home defense you know, shotgun. You don't have that extra length when you're going around the corners and stuff like that. So, true. Very, very cool gun. Pretty neat weapon. Yeah. Casey, you got any facts to fight the myth? You just came empty-handed today, didn't you? Yeah, I pretty much <laughs> did. I mean, like I said, my brain's fried. I've been having to deal with students all day, so I mean, it's uh, yeah. I hear you. you know. I hear you. Now, uh, Casey and I, and maybe you guys are too, uh, and you lead heads getting geared up for NRA. And by the time you hear this show, uh, we're probably on our way there. So if you guys are going, you let head's going to be there. Make sure you look for me, look for Casey. You guys going to be there, Bob, Bonnie? You going? To I'm, gonna be he, I'm going to be here. Yeah, and some of our staff's going, but we're some not. Some staff, the we'll range is we're going. We're holding down the fort. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can find Casey and I kind of walking around. Uh, I'll probably be at the Aculus Defense booth uh, quite a bit, be over to Caltech booth quite a bit. Uh, Apex the Glock. has a booth. Is Apex got a booth? Apex does have a booth. Okay. Yeah. We'll be going over to Apex and say hey to, to Paul and the gang over there. Uh, Nordic's going to be floating around. So. Yeah, Nordic's not got a booth, but they're going to be floating around, um, making the making the rounds. They've got several appointments with some shooters and people. So Yeah. Um, and I'm sure we'll probably be seeing our buddies. Uh, Jesse's probably – is Jesse going, you know, Tishazer? I – don't think Jesse's going to make it this year. Okay. I don't think. Yeah. I think Cobalt, Cobalt will be there, so we'll be hanging around with those guys too. So make sure it's in Louisville this year. Make sure if you guys are going to the NRA meeting, you look for us. I don't think I'm going to be set up recording the show. Uh, I might do maybe some after hours kind of recordings back at the, the room. Uh, but I'll, be have, I'll take the video camera. I'll do some videos and stuff like that. Again, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Nordic Components. Check them out at nordiccomp.com. Make sure you use the discount code LEADHEAD, and you'll get a discount on most things. Sorry, the rifles aren't included, 
but they're already priced well. So you guys go check those out. Customize uh, your two two three five five six three hundred blackout. Um, the twenty two they got twenty two mm-hmm. rifles. Twenty two. Uh, the 308 should be out any day now. Yeah, but they're coming up pretty soon. I know I got a little bit more information on those. Hopefully, yeah. so you can the end of you can get different barrel links, uh, different handguard links. Uh, they even got uh, some in um, in SBRs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the SBR. Yeah, so go check them out nordiccomp.com, and uh, make sure you guys check out Cobalt Kinetics. Uh, their Edge, their Evolve, and they've got their new black rifle out also. And uh, it's it's more of your standard kind of AR, different from their futuristic gun they got. <laughs> Very cool guns. They offer so many different innovative uh, features on their guns. So you guys check them out. Go to their website. There's more information there. Uh, we've talked about it on some of our previous shows. Make sure you check out the interview that we did with Cobalt Kinetics uh, a few episodes back. Uh, Rick Birdsall's been on. Uh, did a good interview with him a couple of shows back. He uh, he made the Three Gun Nation cut. Yeah, so he's going. He, yeah, he's he usually does. Nation. He's he's a really good shooter. He yeah, he usually, is. Usually does make it. And of course, we all know Daniel Horner's going to be in it. Hmm. I believe. I'm assuming Daniel Horner's going to be in it. I don't know. I, don't, I would I think Jesse is Jesse in it too. Did he make the cut? I don't know if Jesse made the cut or not, but we'll I mean, see. I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, multicam. Check out uh, Multicam at multicampatter.com. I'm hoping my wrap's going to be in this week. So by the time you hear the show, hopefully my truck will be wrapped and in time for NRA. And you guys will get to see the new black Sweet. Multicam lead Ooh. sled. Nice. Yeah, baby. And maybe we can talk rural range into throwing throwing some stuff on the lead sled. We'll see. Yeah, we can put something in the pot. <clears throat> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, before we go, uh, before we sign off, I want you guys to talk about the grand opening that you got coming up, Bonnie. Yeah, sure. So we're talking about that. It's going to be a big event. Yeah, it's going to be a big event. Um, If you're in the Middle Tennessee area, come out and see us on June 18th. We'll be out here all day. Music, food. um, But we're going to set up all of our Class 3 weapons out there and kind of give people an opportunity to shoot some weapons that they may not have any exposure to so that Very should cool. be the fun part it's kind of like you know you buy a ticket you get to shoot this you get to shoot that yeah so we'll have a nice selection out there um we'll have a low light shoot with some zombie shoot going on in uh the tactical bay huh? zombie shoot <laughs> <laughs> roll raggy yeah <laughs> And um, I'll be there for that yeah we're gonna That'll be cool. you know have some gun giveaways different giveaways throughout the day um, what kind of guns you giving away? And then, well, we're giving away that uh, Anderson AR-15. Nice. And the others are still to be determined. To be determined, okay. Yeah, exactly. But um, we'll have the um, Force on Force room running. So that will be our first peak for people to get in there and okay. have the opportunity to try and that people out. People can dry run that? Yep. That's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And how do they get in touch with you? They need more information about this. Yeah, so check us out at RoyalRangeUSA.com or get on Facebook and, uh, you know, drop by our page and just kind of see what we have going on there. Okay, very good. Bob, what about if uh, they want to get in touch with you about taking some classes? What kind of classes do you guys offer? Well, it's actually... You've got uh, a wide variety. Yeah, we do. It's uh, just about anything you want to learn in pistol, rifle, or shotgun. Uh, the ranges here allow us to do all those. I mean, obviously, our uh, we can't do very long range. We can run 60-yard rifle drills and in, mm. which, as we know from most uh, 
uh, things that happen in the U.S., that's the range it'd be happening at. So we can run all kinds of drills for that. We're, like Bonnie said, we're proud of the force-on-force -force room that uh, actually has movable walls. So if you yeah. come to us this that's week. That's an awesome room. Ran it. Next week, we and you guys are running simunition in that. Correct. Right. Yeah. So you know, paint's motivator, so you don't leave stuff hanging out when you get it hit. So yeah. it should teach you a lot, whether you're the police, military, or home defense type person. So the number is six one five six four six nine three three three. If you want to get in touch with us about classes, and we'd love to train with you. Really would. Okay. And can they hit you on uh, Facebook and website? Also, you got email. Sure can. Yeah, we're on uh, all that. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Certainly on. And what is that again? RuralRangeUSA.com. Okay. RuralRangeUSA.com. Check them out, guys. Bonnie, Bob, CG3G. Yep. Appreciate you guys being on the show today. Thank you. Uh, we need to pack up. We need to pack up and head to uh, Louisville. Definitely. We mm -hmm. got to get on the road. Ready. Tonight? No, no, we're not leaving oh. tonight. <laughs> by the time y'all really, by the time y'all really people crank it out every day. <laughs> here in this show. <laughs> All right, Leadheads, I hope to see you guys in Louisville at the NRA convention. And But until then, as always, Leadheads, keep your loved ones close. And your firearms mm. closer. And Bonnie. And your firearms closer. <laughs> you got any, You want to do anything? And my Glock closer. There you go. Yeah. And, and your Glock closer. There you go. All right, guys, appreciate it. Good show. Thank you. Appreciate it.